You're listening to 12 Degrees Freely with Madeline Andrews, striving to level the playing field so people can be, do, and have the life they've always wanted. Madeline Andrews here, also known as the Energy Diva. In this episode, we'll cover the observer effect, quantum field energy, zero point field, and other concepts of energy that mix things up and (laughs) makes them interesting. Several years ago, it was either 2004 or 2005, it was back when they still had Blockbuster Video, you know, where you could rent a physical video, DVD, or game for a small fee. Unless you kept it checked out past your due date, and heaven forbid you lost it. And in that case, you had to pay close to the replacement cost. <laughs> well, at least for those of us who actually paid it. But it was around that time, and they finally released the movie on DVD, What the Bleep Do We Really Know? Come to think about it, or that storehouse that senses things, (laughs) um, I don't even remember seeing a commercial or a trailer about it. There could have been, but I don't remember. But anyway, What the Belief had finally come out on DVD, and Blockbuster had it. And the cover and the advertisements in the store were interesting enough, so I checked it out. Got to the part where it said, and I don't even know who said it, but it said, In the beginning was the void, teeming with infinite possibilities in which you are one. It was very, very early on in the movie. I stopped the movie, went back up to Blockbuster, no joke, walked up to the register with my checkout card and asked them, how much? Because you ain't getting that back. (laughs) They laughed, I paid, I went back home to watch the rest. I didn't even quite understand a substantial amount of it at the time, but I knew I had something. There was something to this movie. Fast forward to 2012 when I was hearing all of these speakers and teachers and scientists and rabbis and you name it, talking about quantum in the field of possibilities. I felt that they were maybe talking about the same thing, but yet I still couldn't put the connection together. Not quite yet. Fast forward to 2015 and Ultimate Alchemy. I'm taking information from my thesis and my dissertation. And at that point I had sat on over 700 webinars conference calls, lectures, as well as trainings and programs in person. And I'm also channeling for the book. And all of that is what led me to those deeper aspects of energy and energy fields. You know, there's something to working on something two or three o'clock in the morning when the noise is softened and you're channeling. You're being guided by where to go next and where to look next. I started taking a closer look into how observing something, at least on the subatomic level, would change the behavior and the characteristic of the thing that you're looking at, the observer effect. And there was this inner part of me that somehow felt that 
there were instances where I observed telekinesis and I sensed it. Other examples just like that. But I told myself, nope, that can't be because my conditioning told me no. Mine's playing tricks on me. I didn't just see that. And even though Christ explained all these things you can do and even greater, I thought, nope. And do you realize why? I was perhaps telling myself now <laughs> to say yes to something like that would invalidate all of those things in a solidified field of energy, those fixed conditional things that I had named and accepted the name and definitions, all of those things I thought I knew, dissolve them and perhaps it would turn my reality upside down into a tailspin. And that could mean a lonely existence. I mean, who could relate to a reality being different to the one that I was conditioned to? But ah, I had Buck Mr. Fuller opening me up to something else. I had all these scientists and educators and doctors and spiritualists explaining it and talking about it and what the bleep. And all of those dynamic speakers and teachers and people explaining it in those lectures and teachers in 2012 and those books, ancient texts and otherwise that I had the information right there. I was reading these books and putting them in my library for intellectual satisfaction and capacity. But what if they actually were meant to incorporate into my life to shake up my so-called reality to evolve me and grow me even further? I mean, all of these people were writing it and saying it so it couldn't be way too lonely. And what if, yeah, I'm going there. What if Atlantis, that Edgar Casey explained so well, as well as Lemuria, also known as Mew, that Drumvalo Melchizedek and Valdemar Valerian and others have written about? What if the knowledge and the teachings and the technology and the science, science behind the pyramids, were, were in those land masses and they survived by the people who got out or through oral teachings passed down and ways of communicating before the earth got hit by a comet or the great flood or whatever happened. Not saying anything definitive, but just letting it hang in the field of possibilities. I mean, you look at a concept like the observer effect. It's mind blowing because it's huge. It's saying that consciousness has an observable and direct effect on a structure or a composition of matter. What happens is that the electrons act and behave like a particle when you're looking at it, but they act and behave with the pattern of a wave as soon as the person looks at that something he's looking at with a different set of expectations or takes his attention off of it. Whoa, <laughs> that's some Neil in the Matrix stuff. And then taking it a step further, entertain as Dr. Richard Bartlett said in his book, Matrix Energetics, The Science and Art of Transmutation, you can theoretically intercept a condition or a trauma at or just before its inception and observe the outcome as being different, setting up a new set of possible outcomes. And the first thing I thought when I read it was that movie Inception, because I felt like at some point Leonardo DiCaprio's character 
was trying to intercept that CEO's mind and plant the idea for a different outcome. And then once again, we got Neil in the matrix when he finally sees himself as the chosen one at the end of the movie. He can finally engage in a new set of kick-ass outcomes instead of running and hiding and taking his butt kicking like a champ, you know? Then we've got this quantum field theory. This too sounds like something out of a science fiction movie. And all of these concepts, electrons, particles, waves, the whole nine, the whole, all these concepts are cray cray to the brain because you can't even see them. But I worked in the energy marketing and trading realm and people trade these concepts called electricity and natural gas all day long. Hell, you even pay to use them. But we only know that they are there because we run electricity through wiring and natural gas through a pipeline. You can't see them except through some kind of outside means. Same with air or oxygen, can't see it, but you know you're breathing it in until you're not. <laughs> Goodbye. But with this quantum field theory, you have these virtual particles. And the way it's explained is that they either don't exist Oh, they only have a quote unquote permanent existence except when they're observed or acted upon. Dr. Wolf in What the Bleep probably explained it much clearer when he said, it's as if they go into like this alternate universe and then from that alternate universe, they return back. And then the alternate universe is left asking, well, where did they go? So let's look at the concept of zero point field theory, also known as the universal light field because photons and units of light regulate all living things and DNA is made up of light. Okay, so we're under a collective impression that light is universal. But what is a photon? Conceptually, it's a wave particle. It doesn't have a mass and it can travel at the speed of light. Cool, so what does it mean to you? Well, conceptually, if you're consciously directing your intent when dealing with a photon, it's possible to change the behaviors of the main aspects of matter. Okay. <laughs> so when you're looking at the zero point theory, it suggests that you can quote unquote, slow light down to a quote unquote, zero velocity or speed, meaning that the light will vanish, but the imprint won't. Then it'll reappear when stimulated by another light. So the implication is that the things or events happening through quote unquote unknown forces can change things up immediately. And then when you team that up with the information from what the bleep, well, I'm inferring that it means that everything around us is possible movements of consciousness or possibilities. And taking it a step further, when you change your linear patterns of thinking or duality, you, my fellow humans, have the ability to tap into and integrate from different possibilities from the zero point field. So why is it then when people play around with these concepts, they're not seeing immediate changes. They're not sometimes seeing any change. You know, like the changes I expected to see, like others when we were working with the secret with Rhonda Bynum and the law of attraction, or when you work with a quantum field theory or the zero point field theory or the observer effect, why a little change here and there, if anything at all, but nothing dramatic. I sense that it has something to do with deep, deep seated beliefs and programming. 
And I'm reminded of what Rika Zimmerman explained to me and I talked about in episode six of this season's podcast. It's layers on top of layers on top of layers. Kind of like a morphic field. You're probably going to have to continuously work with your chosen technique or modality while at the same time, clear out the crap that you believed and it no longer serves you. The lighter you are, the more effective you are in reaching these fields. As Jeffrey Hope explained in Shamia, the science of alchemy, we as humans create dynamic fields within us in order to bring forth necessary energies. They were only meant to be experienced in a temporary state, not locked in a conditional energy field. I sense the reason that so many modalities say that we're supposed to set our intention and let it go. Maybe, just maybe, some things are showing up according to our intentions. But what if judgment and conditional fixed energy fields won't even allow us to see it, much less sense it? I'm Madeline Andrews, also known as the Energy Diva. Check out my website at madelineandrews.com or energydiva.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-G-D-I-V-A.com or 12 Degrees Freedom, the number 12, the two words degrees, freedom spelled out.com. There you can find my products, services, programs, my email list, and social media links. And always remember, the greatest gift God ever gave us was the gift of mind not the brain. Give yourself the great gift by tapping into universal mind and open yourself up to the possibilities.